So how many appraisers out there listening are working with AMCs? I know we've had kind of a love-hate relationship. You know, it used to be a love-hate relationship with real estate agents. Somewhere along the line, it kind of switched over to a love-hate relationships with AMCs. I think we'll all agree that there are some AMCs better to work with than others. Hey, I'm here today with Brad Bullard and Mike Dunn. Now, Mike Dunn is the Vice President of Client Relations for Equity Solutions. Welcome to the show, Mike. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, when I say welcome to the show, Mike, that's a cue for you to talk. Okay, we got a little video going too, but this is basically a podcast and we're going to have a little fun. I told him not to talk initially, but now, guys, it's, it's good to talk, right? Okay. So, Brad Bullard, tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? I am a certified residential appraiser, independent, work in southeast Michigan, uh, Livingston County mainly. Okay, great. How long have you been an appraiser? About 15 years. 15 years. Fantastic. And you do single family? Residential, um, some condo, multifamily, a little bit of everything, land appraisals, a little bit of everything. Fantastic. Mostly for lending. So you're a true, by definition, boots-on-the-ground appraiser. Is that fair? Yes, I am pulling the measuring tape every day. All right. Well, we need to get you to a a disto or something. Sure, sure. Fair enough. We need to get him doing something a little bit better than pulling that old tape. (laughs) I do that sometimes too, Brad. But uh, So, Mike, tell me a little bit about Brad. He's one of your appraisers, I assume. Yes, he's one of our appraisers. Uh, I actually met Brad uh, through the business, through Mm -hmm. the industry, and uh, he's been a great asset. Unbelievable uh, to the, you know, dot the T, cross the I kind of appraiser, and we love to have him. Dot the T. You know, I do that a lot myself. Thank you. I heard a little. Don't be nervous. We're all friends here. They know what you mean. And and we can edit stuff, but we never edit stuff. You know, so we're a one take wonder here. It's better. The live is better. We we knew what you meant. We knew what you meant. Uh, So Brad, Brad, talk to me a little bit about working with this guy and his team. Uh, You know, are they hard to get along with? Not at all. Not at all. They make it pretty easy. Pretty easy. They. High volume, uh, communicate well, um, very flexible, outside of the box to provide appraisal solutions for their clients. Fantastic. How do they pay? Do they pay pretty quick? Uh, Competitive. Competitive, yeah. Yeah. So you're not waiting six months to get a paycheck, right? Complex one right now. I'm waiting for the conditions to be approved. We'll see. Catch up with you in a week for a follow-up. Get that taken care of, Mike. (laughs) So, Mike, how many appraisers do you guys have on your panel? Do you have any rough idea? Roughly, we have about 8,500. 8,500, that's quite a few. And so I guess Brad ranks right up there pretty high is what it's sounding like to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. In Michigan, you won't find uh, too many better. Well, congratulations, Brad. Thank you. So, you know, it was funny. I was trying to get a little plate of food and and maybe an adult beverage. And uh, somebody grabbed Blair, I believe, grabbed me initially. And somebody else grabbed me. And then Mike (laughs) grabbed me. And they said, hey, you got to meet Brad. And I said, who's Brad? And they said, well, he's he's an appraiser, but he's heard your show. And we just want you to meet him. So I went over and said hello to Brad. And then what happened? I said, let's go record a podcast. Whirlwinded into this uh, (laughs) you know, experiment here that we're doing. <laughs> he totally was not prepared for this. Not I don't think prepared. Mike was. We totally have three equity top. people, and I think they drew straws or something. And you were you were the unlucky fella. So, Brad, let me let me go back to you for just a second. I know sure. equity's been at some of these events, and guys, for those of you listening, we again got a little video going for for some of you watching. 
uh, we are actually at the Appraisal Summit and Expo in Las Vegas. You know, yes. a fun time. Yes. So, Brad, is uh, how, how often do you come to the conferences? Is this your... This is my first time at This, this is your first yes. conference? Yes. First awesome. time. Yep. So, we haven't really even started nope, yet. just the meet and greet. Yep. <laughs> so, you're off to a good start. Yep. You got some yep. free food, free cocktails, and now you got a camera on yep. you. Definitely. Well, Definitely. You, it, it, there, you never know what's going to happen at the Appraisal Summit. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you have a chance to uh, attend any of the meetings in advance of this, or any of the pre-conference education? No, or you just no, just sign up. You for just the slid in here yep. tonight. Yep. Okay, well, great. Well, yep. we're glad you're here. We we would like for you to consider joining the uh, the NAA. They are a, a, a party that whew, I'm sweating. A party that does this as well as CoreLogic or Columbia Institute. Definitely. And uh, and so we'd like for you to kind of meet some of those folks and see. Because that's what the NAA is all about. They're all about boots on the ground appraisers. So you, by definition, fall right into that category. Mike, I'm going to shift gears and come to you. Um, Talk to us about sponsoring this event. Uh, How often are you guys at these types of conferences and trade shows? Well, we we try to be at all of them as much as we can. Um, Yes, you mentioned it earlier. It's a love-hate relationship, <laughs> but um, you don't get a warm reception all the time, do you? Not at all. Not at all. But okay. at the same time, um, with Blair coming quite a bit, obviously our chief appraiser, and we try to meet the people that care about their profession. It, okay, it's all it is. And when we get here, we know that people that are here love their profession. It's mm-hmm. not a job; it's their craft. Right. And we would love to have people on our panel that love their craft. And that's all we want. We want to pay them for their services. We want to give them the freedom that they need to create a quality report for us. And mm. if they need something, we can relay that to our client. That's all we want to do. We just want to mirror what they want and what our client needs. That's it. And so, and so, Mike, talk about the makeup of equity a little bit, all right? Uh, you mentioned Blair, and she's the chief appraiser. Correct. And look out, if you're on the panel, guys, she'll come get you. I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> Hold on, where's that? No, he's not. No, he isn't. <laughs> I'm really not. But, but uh, you know, that, that's got to mean something that you have an experienced appraiser on staff that when Brad has a problem or Brad has an issue and he picks up the phone and calls your office, he's not dealing with someone that, that doesn't have a clue right. what he's talking. Right. You mentioned a complex assignment a moment yep. ago, yep. right? So, so it's got to be pretty beneficial to have somebody like Blair on the team, huh? You know, it, it's really, really, really great because our ownership team, they are appraisers. Right. Uh, Hugo and Alpi have been in the business for guessing 20 plus years yeah. yep. and they work with Blair early on and, and an appraiser can call the office and say I have a complex issue uh-huh. well they're not going to talk to random processor our processor is going to say hey you know what Blair I got an appraiser can you help him out and Blair's going to call him Blair's going to get on the phone she's a very hands-on and if she's not available our ownership team will absolutely you know be willing to step in and help them out so we get great knowledge great support staff from our uh upper management 
Yeah, you know, Blair's contacted me a couple of times, and I remember in one particular incident, it was on a highest and best use issue. And she just had this appraiser, I, I, and I might be telling the story wrong, I'm good at that sometimes, but the gist of it was, she had this appraiser that was like, I've been doing this 20 years, and I've never done this before. And she's like, Brad, I, I don't want to file a complaint against the appraiser. <laughs> I mean, but, but you know, I need them to do what they're supposed to do. Right. And so right. she and I agreed, this is, this is an opportunity for an education lesson. Definitely. And uh, I said, you know, send her, send her standard rule 22A, Roman numeral 10. Send her an article. And I believe she pulled some articles out and sent them. And it was an education lesson. And Blair later told me, that the appraiser called back and said, well, I guess you can teach an old dog tricks, right? Good. New Good. tricks. So Good. so it was instead of a, 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 a issue that you had to take disciplinary action, it was an opportunity for an education right. lesson. What's been, so you mentioned a complex assignment that you're either working on or you just finished up. Tell us, I know, don't uh, don't uh, divulge confidential information. <laughs> you know, I don't know. We're at a conference. You used that police might be here yeah, somewhere. Yeah, could be. So, could be. So, so be careful with that, Brad. But give us the gist of what, what made this assignment that you did recently complex in yeah, nature. Yeah, so actually this was just a um, – so I work in a, in a market that has – a lot of rural characteristics and then also a lot of suburban they're kind of coming together it's a growth corridor and a lot of the higher acreage properties are probably in the 5 to 20 acreage range okay but occasionally you get these beasts of 30 40 50 oh, acres or more in this nice, area nice which of course you know makes it a little more complex oh you have tons of comps for that yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> your, your search becomes a little bit unique and yeah. extended yeah. so um that was the gist of that one it's a original farm home in that area too that's still on the larger acreage yeah so Yep. Yeah, and so these guys are pretty understanding. When you run up against that brick wall, you just they contact will, them and say, they "Hey, will. can I stop?" You? Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to say, "Yes, we are." <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear yeah, it from the boots are. on the ground appraiser, yeah, Mike. Definitely, right? definitely. Right? I, I mean, and they are. They always want to know that stuff up front. You know? Okay. So, yep, we have a conversation about it and see what we can do. And ninety-nine out of a hundred, it gets resolved and we go do that assignment so so let's talk through this a minute guys and and there's a lot of listeners out there let's just face it that absolutely hate amcs i mean let's just call it the way it is right uh at the beginning of this podcast i said i think we'd all agree there's probably some better to work with than others sure, you know sure. i don't want to work for someone that i gotta wait six months to get paid right right, right. uh so what you guys obviously play well together definitely uh what and i'll ask both of you and i'll I'll start with you mike what is the answer i mean how do we how do we bridge this gap between appraisers and the amc community and and say you know we might not even like each other more or less love each other but how can we just get along who um you know, well, so much for let's put in the let's put the irons in the fire. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think we could all get along if we just realize that both of us have a different client on the other end. There's a lender. Okay, well, maybe they're not the most important. But realistically, there's a borrower at the other end that just wants a service. And if we can both work together to provide a service for 
a brand new homeowner or a you know somebody who's trying to get a, a refinance that's the ultimate goal is to helping that person out right so right if i can do that in any way if i can yell one way or the other you know again we are the type of amc where if there's crazy revisions we say or not we blair will say you know what you don't deserve to ask that appraiser that appraiser mm-hmm. stated it great in his report and that's all you need so she so got, blair steps in sometimes and say hey guys back off what you're asking is a little unreasonable here the appraiser absolutely. it maybe is a complex assignment sure. the appraiser did the best they could with absolutely. what they okay all yeah, right fair enough we don't want appraisers to go now obviously we want everybody to go above and beyond but sure we're not asking for anything that's outside of what you need to do we, we all have a job to do i think that's absolutely. a fair statement brad what, what's your suggestion for the appraisers out there that are listening right now they're just like you they're boots on the ground appraisers right right they're right. like i don't want to work for those dang amc you know yeah. they, they're taking my yeah. money that kind of thing i mean so, what's your answer to those I folks will, out there i will tell you i was just having this conversation earlier um my experience i'm very pragmatic in terms of the clients I work with and, and um, how that experience is going to go. Um, I think that the most successful AMCs are places that have appraisers working there already mm-hmm. that are establishing that framework and communicating that this is an environment where we do value those appraisers in the field. And usually those places seem to have the best experience you know as a fee appraiser myself you know when i know that there is something complex or there's some sort of issue and i can call them and get an appraiser and not just an order taker to talk yeah about. yeah it's nice so, to, to have someone that can talk your talk right definitely definitely than somebody that really doesn't yeah you say functional obsolescence and the person on the other end of the phone thinks you're they have a disease now right right, right. You know, what the heck is functional right. obsolescence <laughs> so it's kind of nice to have that appraiser person on it the other end that can it kind of talk the the same language that we do yeah well guys thanks so much for being here i know i, I pulled you out of a cocktail reception yeah and uh and short right note now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like man I'm gonna, this is over it's miller time right so hey uh brad if somebody wants to reach out to you and say, hey, Brad, you're in Michigan. I want to bump something off of you. I want to talk to you. How would they get in touch with you? Email or what's the best way for somebody um, to reach out to you? Email. Um, the name of my company, First Community Valuation Services. Um, I can give a email. Yeah, email would be great. Yeah. It's easy. It's just my name. It's Brad Bullard 77 at Gmail. And um, What's the 77 my, stand for? You're That's not the year I was born. Oh, okay. Just, just you're not 77 Thanks, years old. Now everyone knows. But. Mike Dunn, Vice President of Client Relations with Equity Solutions. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for me. If somebody wants to reach out and uh, say hi to you, Mike, what's the best way for them to reach out? Best way is uh, call Blair. <laughs> Her cell phone is. <laughs> I love it. No, it's uh, M Dunn at esusa.net or you can call the office 248-579-9928 again we'd love to talk to appraisers who have issues who have problems anything you need we want to be there to help help us help you either way great great mike dunn and brad bullard thanks so much for being here till next time guys have a great one thank you sir thank you
The Appraisal Update podcast is brought to you by Appraiser E-Learning.